It was a delight to walk up and be greeted by people. That's a good sign. I recall going to my aunt's house when I was a student at Mississippi College, a Baptist school there in Mississippi. And I'd go over for Aunt Grace's house for one of her good meals. It's a lot better than college food. One of the cousins, about four of them, said to me, Tommy, said, I'm always glad when you come because Mama fixes a good meal. <laughs> well, that's a compliment to Aunt Grace and I guess to me too. As I read the New Testament, I think maybe that uh, Lazarus who was a friend of Jesus, may have said the same thing about it. Jesus, I'm glad when you come because Martha always fixes the best meal. And that's where we find them today, over a meal. <clears throat> the scripture comes from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 10. In your pew Bible, it's on page 133, or 1033, if I wrote it down right. My Bible is on page 74. <laughs> <clears throat> of course, mine started renumbering after, in Matthew after it got the Old Testament, started back at page 1. So we're on page 74, 75 now. It is such a short verses of Scripture compared to the other stories that are in Luke's Gospel. It's like that it maybe just was inserted along to just complete some of the stories. I've noticed in, uh, and I laid out about seven of my Bibles, and none of them seem to agree on the wording. So uh, I found that confusing. And then the, the, the tense of the word is somewhat confusing too. Um, it is that Martha was a little upset. Uh, but my, my classmate in Mississippi College, who pastors over in Texas, I guess in Texas you can say anything you want to, <laughs> but he said that it, Martha had a hissy fit. You know what that is? Okay. Well, you're in scripture interpretation. Well, I didn't think she had a hissy fit, but she may have come close to it. But the wording there, the tense of those words there, as, as those who are more skilled in the Greek translation than I am in the verb tenses, 
and the heiress tenses and so forth, have said that it was a very emotional thing for Martha. So I found that confusing. Jesus had been to Jericho. You know that story, don't you? Two people got saved. Two people got healed. And he's on his way to Jerusalem. And the reason he's on his way to Jerusalem is for one of his last visits. He's going there to do the cross. And that's on his mind. And the scripture says that uh, they were journeying along, they, but he, Jesus, went to Bethany. They went on somewhere else. But he, Jesus, chose to go visit his friends in Bethany, which is a couple of miles from Jerusalem. I can imagine that uh, all three of them, well, it wouldn't be but two of them now. Lazarus has already departed. Met Jesus at the door. And as good guests and hosts, they engaged Jesus in conversation, both of them. If you read it just like it reads, Mary's over here and Martha's over there. That's not the way it was. That would have been rude. Both of them greeted Jesus and are talking to him. Both of them are at the feet of Jesus, listening to him. And I can imagine that Martha said, I imagine you're Tired and ready for a meal. It's time for us, and she's elbowing Mary. Um, 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 let's go fix the meal. And so they both get up and go to the kitchen. Jesus is there, probably enjoying the quiet time. Because there's quite a crowd that followed him through Jericho. It was a lot of noise. As a matter of fact, the blind man knew that something was going on because he heard the great noise from the crowd on the street. And he asked, who is it? So you get tired of those big crowds. I imagine Jesus enjoyed being there few moments of quietness. But in the kitchen, all of a sudden, Mary goes back out. And there's Martha in the kitchen by herself. The scripture uses the word, leave me in the kitchen alone. So she had to be in the kitchen to have left her in the kitchen because she left and And the scriptures uses the word, some of your text uses the word also. 
some of your texts leave that word out. So I wondered about that. My text that I'm reading has the word also set at Jesus' feet and heard his word. The word also is a collimative word it brings together. So I checked that out in what uh, my Greek New Testament, and the word also is in my Greek New Testament. So they were there also, Martha and Mary was at his feet, also. And then they depart, go into the kitchen. And then all of a sudden, Mary thinks of something, she goes back out. Now I know you're not finding those words in your text. But there's sometimes you just have to wonder about what happened here. It wasn't in a vacuum. There were three people here engaged with one another. They were involved. What took place? So it doesn't take much imagination to picture it. Now, while Martha is in the kitchen and Mary is out talking with Jesus, that was okay. But what upset Martha is that she didn't come back to the kitchen. For whatever reason, she went back out to see Jesus. She didn't come back. She used the word, she has left me in the kitchen. And that upset Martha. Now, what upset her? What distracted Martha at this moment of what's going on. Now some people divide this up. And some women will say, well, I'm a Martha. And others will say, I'm a Mary. Well, you can have it if you want to. I think that's not all that healthy. But anyway, whatever you want to do with it, that's why you want to be a Mary, okay. You want to be a Martha, okay. But I don't think that's the meaning of the text. Because whatever the meaning of the text here has to do with the overall meaning of the book of Luke, which had to do with the spreading of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the message. So Martha then looks out there. And Mary's not coming back. That's evident. And then, then Martha looks into the kitchen and all the things that she had planned to prepare for the meal. I don't know if I can do all this by myself or not. But this lady Martha is known for being a good cook. As a matter of fact, some of the historians of that day uh, will report that uh, Martha had a catering business and uh, People drop by in her place to have a meal. And if those disciples were with him at times, that made a big crowd. But you remember, they're not with him right now. They went on and he went to Bethany. So that's where we are. 
Now something is bothering Martha. I can't do this by myself. What is it that's bothering her? So she decides to go into damage control. And she marched right out there to Jesus. And she blames the whole thing, whatever that's bothering her, she blames it on Jesus. Don't you remember that? She blamed it on Jesus. And she said, do you not care? Translate, don't you even care that she left me in the kitchen by myself to do all this work by myself all alone? And does Jesus rebuke her harshly? He says to her, Martha, you are anxious about many things. But there's one thing that you're not anxious about. And that's the good thing. And Mary has found it. Now some will see this as Mary is chosen the best. And that Martha has chosen the worst. You can have it if you want to. I don't think that's what it is. But there they are. There they are. You're anxious about many things. Anxiety is a plague in our country today. Anxiety. And it come that, comes from that word Jesus used. You're anxious about many things. I think of anxiety as when you're working with one of these puzzles and it's got these pieces with it. And, and you got the picture, you know what it looks like. You've seen it on the box. There it is. But you're going to take these little bitty pieces and put it together to make it look like picture on the box but some little imp has removed some of those pieces and maybe have damaged a corner or two and it's not working out you can't find the part that goes there well Martha couldn't figure it out, how to put all that together, how to worship at the feet of Jesus, how to prepare a meal for everybody. And that's what anxiety is, when you cannot see the total picture and put it to pieces together where they fit. And that's what makes you anxious in your mind. It's not coming together. I don't understand. For many reasons you may not understand, but it's not coming together. And that created the anxiety on her part. 
her anticipation was to show off her skills of cooking. But Jesus doesn't seem to be interested in a big meal. But I don't think he criticizes her for that. He just says you're anxious about many things. Now some will say she's anxious about all those ceramics in there. You get to fooling with your ceramics, you're going to crack one in your crack pot. It'll drive you to that. But she is anxious about something. I don't think it's the dishes that Jesus is referring to. It's something she's missed. She sees Mary at the feet of Jesus, but she doesn't see the opportunity for her to be at the feet of Jesus. And she's missed that opportunity. And she was distracted from worshiping Jesus because she didn't see the opportunity. Martha thought you had to be geographically at the feet of Jesus to worship. Location. And that is an issue that Jesus dealt with that comes out of the Old Testament. Jesus faced that many times. Where is the place of worship? Well, it stayed in Jerusalem for a long, long time, and it's even there now for those people. But Martha is in the kitchen, and Mary's at the feet of Jesus. Now, why can't Martha be at the feet of Jesus? Well, that's what's causing her anxiety, because she thinks she has to be out there. To be at the feet of Jesus. When in reality. If you transport that picture. Beyond. The cross of Jesus. You're going to have worship geographically. At the feet of Jesus. Some people just want to get close to Jesus. And that was Mary's, Martha's problem. She didn't feel close to Jesus while he's out there when she's in here. She could worship Jesus in the kitchen, and she missed that opportunity. You can be at the feet of Jesus. Wherever Jesus is. And Jesus is omnipresent. He is everywhere. In our lives. And she missed that. That was her distraction. She missed the opportunity. To worship Jesus. Where she works. Worship isn't just on Sunday. It's a good day for it, but it's a celebrative day because that's the day the Lord worshiped. But we worship anywhere at the feet of Jesus. 
you can be at the feet of Jesus in the laundry room as you fold the clothes. Pray for the person who wore those clothes. At the dishwasher, pray for the person who ate out that plate. That's worship. Make the opportunities meaningful for you. It's not that Jesus is out there and I'm in here. We're together. We can be together. And not that Jesus is up there and we're down here. He is here. We can be at the feet of Jesus very easily. But we get anxious because we don't fit the pieces together. Now what can we take away from those two ladies? Well, the possibility to lose is possible to lose oneself in your good activity. And there's a lot of good activity that we can mess up because we're not worshiping in it. Nobody here to help me. I'm here all by myself. Dust in the church. I'm all by myself in teaching. No one helps me. You can worship at the feet of Jesus when your mind is right, when your heart is right. But it's possible that she lost herself in the good activity that she was doing. It's possible that we can sit at Jesus' feet in the kitchen in our work, and it's possible to worship where we are. It's not geographical. Now, what else can we take away? What a, as Christian, what can we take away from this? Christians sometimes disagree. At least Martha was disagreeing. Disagreeing. And sometimes we do that. And sometimes Christians upset each other. Like Martha became upset because of where Mary was. But it's more so where she wasn't. Not that she was at the feet of Jesus. It was she wasn't in the kitchen. That's what upset her. And our good services versus our best services. It wasn't Mary chose something heavenly and Martha chose something unheavenly. It was that Mary chose to worship. Martha didn't because she got confused and was anxious. 
Our Father, help us to understand what worship is. And to not let the things of the world distract us from the things that take our attention away from the worshiping of Jesus. Pray in Christ's name. Martha, Martha's problem was she didn't understand her opportunity to worship. That's all it was. If you have some questions you'd like to ask, if you got some, some join this fellowship, if you want to be part of it, we'd like you to meet us at the end of the service as we gather around the fellowship. And now it's time for our benediction. <laughs>